This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Uh, hey, folks. Special Tuesdays with stories here, and uh, you're going to hate us, and don't get too upset, but we had to do it over the phone, so the phone cuts out a few times, so right in the middle of some things, you're going to hear a couple of empty spots. We're doing the best we can. Mark, anything to add? Yeah, yeah, we're starting. We're trying to make it work. I'm in L.A. He's in the Big Apple. We're both gay, and uh, you know, gays are getting married. So keep it. Just try to you know have some sympathy on us. We're trying to do this for you, folks. I hate myself. We love you. Praise Allah. Over. <laughs> Over. Hey, Mark. Fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with. Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, no, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Holy hell, here we are, doing a phoner, Tuesdays, Joe's in New York, I'm in Los Angeles, at an Airbnb, and I'm hungover, and I'm gay. Well, we're making it work. Yes, sorry, I had to be out of town, and uh, this is we don't want to miss a week for you homos, so we got to get it cooking. Yeah, so we're doing it over the phone. So apologies in advance. We understand the sound may not be great. You don't have to tweet us for fuck's sakes. We're sorry about the sound two weeks ago. I know how to use a microphone. The set, the settings right. were off. People keep saying, hey, you got to use the mic. I've been doing podcasts for 10 years, comedy for 27 years, and I've been gay for 31. So uh, oh, yeah. don't tell me how to use a mic, you fucks. We had a problem. People get angry. And also, we should I should apologize because... With these phoners, I have no idea when you're going to tell. There's no cues. I don't know who's going to jump in or what, so it could get a little dicey. No social cues. So it's almost like, uh, what do you call it, walkie-talkies. you got to say over, yeah. and I'll say over. Oh, I like that. Over. I'll say ovary. Aha, over easy. <laughs> Enough about my mother. Oh, yeah. Well, you think those, those uh, are right. dead eggs, right? Sorry, what? These menopausal. Uh, fuck. What'd you say? Over. Over. Yes. <laughs> Over. <laughs> oh, boy, this stinks. We've done this once before. We did, a, we did it when you were in Australia. Right, and, uh, right. Now I'm even further away in Los Angeles. Yeah, we've done a few of these uh, check-ins, the phone check-in. It's it's very t- cr- tricky, but you got a lot, I got a lot. You tell me what's going on, and I'll tell you what's going on. You want to start? Sure. I mean, I, I got. I can go all the way back. I mean, I was in a Charlotte. I can go back to Charlotte if you if you need be. But I also got Conan stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna want to hear about that Conan. That's for sure. Maybe we should save the Conan for the end. It's hot. All right, fresh. I'll save. All right, save the Conan for the end. I'll give you a quick ditty, a quick doobie. Please, Jack and Diane. Because I feel like you're out there and, uh, you know, you got a lot going on out there. I just got a quick little business here. I got a couple epics myself, actually, to be honest with you. But 
Let me just throw this out there. I went to the Big East tournament with old Stavros Halkias, our old pal Stav. How much do you love Stav? Over. Love Stav. Big fan of the Stav. Funny guy. Come town. Fat. Cute. The whole thing. Over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fat, cute, over. Uh, So we go to the Big East tournament together. I go every year. It's lost its luster. As you know, there's a great 30-to-30 requiem for the Big East. You know, Syracuse left, and my father's gay. The whole thing. But it's still a lot of fun. But now the Big East, Mark, it has nothing to do with the East. Creighton is in there. They're from Nebraska. Marquette from Milwaukee. It's, it's, it's nuts. Uh-huh. Over East. That's Midwest, where I come from. Over and out. Not out. Don't don't leave. Um, I never put that together. So over and out means you're out. That's the end. Over. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Not a bad way to uh, come out of the closet. <laughs> Ooh, I got the giggles over here. All right. Well, anyways, I go to the Big East tournament. I got to tell you about these Creighton losers. We had a couple of Creighton nerds. You ever you ever meet a Creighton nerd? I don't know what a Creighton nerd is. I know a Creighton Barrel. Well, Creighton nerd, it's a nerd that goes to the University of Creighton, or Creighton University, whatever the fuck the school's called. Uh-huh. Over. Didn't, didn't he the, write Jurassic Park? Uh, yeah, I think that was him, Michael Creighton. Yes, Creighton, he's good. Uh, He's not bad, Michael Creighton. Um, wait, I was trying to do a Michael Clayton pun, then realized I just said his name again. Over. Well, Michael Creighton is what the uh, the Asians call Michael Creighton. Oh boy, over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is enjoying it, but this is the hardest I've laughed since uh, Golden Girls season three. Anyways, a Creighton nerd. Is, so we go to the uh-huh. game, we're sitting there, we're having a good time. First, I had a Syracuse dick. Now, you must have met a Syracuse dick before. I didn't know there was Over. any other kind of Syracusean. They're all dicks. <laughs> no, nah, there's some good ones. Steve Rogers, I think, might be from there, sort of. Ah, uh, yeah, right. good, old, good old Rogers. He he's a good, he's a, he's a Syracuse pussy. Yeah, he's a bit of a pussy. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, we so love you, Steve. There. Over. So we're sitting there. I mean, Over. under. I'm, I'm just beginning. Whatever the beginning is. Under. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's gambling. Over and under. Under, over. Mm. I think you say start. We'll figure it out. Anyways, I'm at the, we're at the Madison Square Garden. Stavros and I meet up. We go to the game. At first, we're enjoying ourselves. We're sitting there. And then there's this guy, a solo guy, older guy, in his 50s, wearing a Syracuse cap. And he's just sitting there eating popcorn. No drink. I don't trust a guy that eats popcorn with no beverage. Over. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because it's all salt and butter. It's, uh, it's going to dry you out. You've you got to have a, a Coke or a water or something. Or a beer, at least. I mean, it's psychotic to me to just eat popcorn, no beverage. That's the kind of guy I'm dealing with. He's a Syracuse fan, and that team's not even in the fucking league anymore. And he's got popcorn, no beverage. I don't trust him. And he keeps looking over. He's in one row ahead of us to the left. He keeps looking over his shoulder and giving us the old stink eye. 
Really? What would he make it or something? Go. I don't. I don't know what we were doing. I kept asking Stavro. I'm like, are we swearing too much? Are we? What, what's going on? So then I started doing. He would give, reach over, look over, and give us the eye, and I would give him the eye back. And Stavros yeah, wasn't aware. Stavros is very sweet. I got to give him an eye back. Yeah, the position the floor. product. <laughs> so, anyways, after a while, I say, Stavros, this guy keeps looking at us. This fucking son of a bitch. Then he does it again, and I wave. I go, "Hello, hi." And Stavros goes, "What's up?" Stavros came a little more aggressive. He said, yeah. oh, what's, what's going on there, pal? And the guy just kept staring, didn't respond to either one of us. So I think he might have been a moot or a mute or a, a douche. What do you make of that? Oh, weird. Wait a minute. So was he a big fella? Could you take him? Oh, we would have tuned him right up. I mean, he was like an old, not old, he was probably in his mid-50s, glasses. He looked like my dad, minus the mustache and uh, a little more talkative. Yeah, yeah, this guy's paid more attention to you. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, so now what happens? Do you, do, you, do you go, hey, where's your beverage there, popcorn face? Or what are we talking here? <laughs> no, we both just said, we both just went, what's up? And then we were both perplexed, you know, because he didn't respond at all. Then we went to go get our own snacks, hot dogs and beverages, came back, and then we weren't in our regular seats at the time. Maybe that's why he was giving us the stink eye. We went back to our seats, which was a few rows behind. It started to fill in. And then we never dealt with him again. We were like eight rows behind him now. But we still hated him uh-huh. the whole time, which was fun. I wanted to throw M&Ms at his head, but I didn't. But then, yeah. the new seats, now we've got a bunch of Creighton nerds behind us. The Creighton was playing, uh, I forget who they were playing. Oh, they are playing Providence, who I was rooting for as a New Englander. But then there's these two fucking nerds behind us, two dudes, one girl, and they're the worst. The fucking worst. Uh. They kept referring to each player by their first name, they just want to let you know. They're like, come on, Ronnie. Give it to him, Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie. Oh, pass it to Don. Uh, Give it to Don. I hate that. Stinks. Brutal. They got to let you know yeah, they yeah. know. You know, we get it. You're a nerd. Keep moving. Exactly. And then they didn't even know the game. At one point, he's like, that's a moving pick to a team on defense. Like, he was rooting for Creighton. Providence is on defense. He goes, that's a moving pick, which doesn't even exist. On defense, it doesn't even make sense. He's, he's a fucking idiot, too nerd. Eventually, though, Providence came all the way back, won in overtime, and we really gave him the business. We acted like we were hardcore Providence fans. We were like, yeah, that's right, suck it. And then he was like, we beat you last year, which is the worst sports talk ever, we beat you last year. We're here right now, you fucking losers. Right, good anyway, lord. So, fuck you, Creighton, go Providence, and uh, that's it for that one. You, you take over, over. Over? Wow, that's wild. I mean, but it must have been a pretty good game. Over. Hell of a game. Two games. You get two games for the price of one, the day session. The first game was fun. Xavier, they were like the, they're the number one seed in the tournament or one of the number one seeds. They kicked ass. Providence was fun. Great day. A lot of laughs. Trashed a lot of comics. Yelled weird shit. Hated the nerd. It's fun when you hate somebody with somebody. The whole time you're like, did you hear that one? I hate that fucking guy. This guy stinks. He's the worst. So, fun day, yes. great day. Love it. Well, that's also what's great about Stavi, baby, is he's, uh, I feel like he's very level-headed. So, he won't just shit on a guy to shit on him. He's, he's always got a point. You know what I mean? He's, yes. uh, he's smart. He has points, but his body has no points. Very rounded. That's also true. Follow him on Instagram. It's uh, quite a scene how rounded and uh, white he is. 
And he does those photos with Mateo, who's got in perfect shape. And I think it's enough with those photos, the two of them, together. It's odd. It's, yeah, but at least Stavros' are gross and funny. But, yeah, there's all these body shots. It's a little, little off-putting. And he, he looks like well, pudding. I don't, I don't mind them each individually, but I'm like, what, what is this? Every three weeks we need a new Stavros Mateo together? Come on. I know. And are they, are they calling each other like, let's do our weekly shoot? How does that go down? Do they have a podcast? Are they fucking? I don't, I don't understand. I think that's the part. I don't understand the, the, the group. Are they dating? Who's, what's going on there? I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them. Come down. All right. Well, <laughs> let's get cooking here. Uh well, as you know, I'm going to go a little back here. As you know, we had a, a freak snowstorm in, in Manhattan in New York City. And I uh, was supposed to fly to Charlotte on Wednesday to do a dick load of press. And I mm-hmm. the the uh, the snowstorm hit. Flight canceled. So I got a day in New York. Got to run the Conan set three more times, thanks to old Liz at the cellar. And uh, I just had a nice snowstorm day. Me and the lady went out into the snowstorm, which was a big mistake. And we tried to find a, a breakfast place. We got killed. Our umbrellas flipped inside out. We got raped. It was a whole thing. <laughs> I, I'm going to get you a snowstorm story myself. That uh, is not going to be pretty. But I want to. I want to hear the rest. I mean, who raped you? Well, I think God raped us with those big hail bullets uh i was soaked and uh, the snowstorm is no joke that shit it soaks you and you, you you get you get in the restaurant you're just wiping that giant you know dandruff off I'm really getting nailed by snow like that i'm you know i'm a southerner here uh-huh. yeah yeah so uh i don't know when to chime in i got no time i need a i need a cue there's no cue. We got a pool cue, uh, uh, a cue ball, nothing. A cue tip. Thank you. Good rapper. So I need a tip on when to cue. A- I don't. I got nothing here. I'm just. I'm. I'm watching. Fucking. Uh, I'm looking out the window. With a red mosquito. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, watching crashing at this Airbnb. God, I love Airbnb. I got a good one this time. Yeah, I like uh, crashing. It's enjoyable. I like seeing everybody we know. It's fun to see your pals on TV. It's fun to see the pals. But hey, throw us a bone. We can't get on that show. Huh? We're New York staples, baby. I know. We should be a duo. We come on. They come. Pete he gets a job in our podcast, and then we say too many irreverent things, and he's nervous because he's religious. You know, we keep saying, you know, fruitcake and fuckface, and he's going, oh, my God, I can't be on here. You know, that's something like that. Ooh, that's good. I like that. we got to pitch that. Yeah, maybe we'll pitch it, and then we both, you know, fuck his girlfriend or something. Yes, even better. We'll do a uh, tag team on Jamie Lee. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, this is getting out of hand here. So, yeah, Snowstorm was crazy. Did the set at the cellar a bunch more times. It was one of those weird cellar nights where it was, like, half full because of all the snow and it was scaring everybody. And... Uh-huh. uh it was nice because I'm like, yes, I missed all the press and it wasn't my fault. Even though I still feel guilty about it. Isn't that weird? I'm still like, oh, I should have gone. But then, the, you know, I couldn't go. The flights were canceled. Yeah, you want to, like, send them pictures of you in the snow crying to be like, yes. look, look, it's snowing. I'm crying. I'm raped. Exactly. Just a picture of my old sad umbrella flipped inside out, my girlfriend crying from the rape. And uh, so then flew out the next day. 
at like uh, six in the morning, which sucked. Cause I had to get up at five anyway. You know, that's what I was trying to avoid because of the snowstorm. But so I had to get up and uh, went to Charlotte, North Carolina. Hadn't been there since I opened for Schumer at the arena. Great, great town. It's kind of like a, I don't know, a less gay Atlanta, I would say. Hmm. Yeah. So did that, and they put you up in a condo. So me and Chris Allen are staying in a condo together, which is scary, but it's fucking huge. It's two floors, two bedrooms, three baths, big old kitchen, big living room. And, uh, boy, we really lived it up. And he I called him fat, so he's off booze and he's off uh, carbs. So uh, we just had a great time. We did a lot of new material. We really lived it up. And uh, we went to the Hornets game. And the we're Hornets? standing there. We got Hornets. Oh, Hornets. Yeah, the basketball. I thought you said whores. Oh, no, no. I wish. I would love a whore net. That'd be nice just to grab them and throw them in a van. <laughs> so so we uh, we go to the Hornets game. This guy at the show is like, he's a Tuesday. He's a big fan. His name was Carlisle, which I thought was kind of fun. Oh, and Randy Carlisle. Uh, Yes, she's good. Very good. Uh, so I said, hey, uh, let's go. <laughs> you want them? I go, yeah, sure. So then he gets us these lounge tickets. And you're not really box, but lounge. And so we're like, man, these seats are good, but they're not amazing. And we saw this group of people going down towards the other seats, but there was a lady checking tickets. And we were like, yeah, uh. but if we get this. But if we get in this group, we can just glom on and go down there. We did it. It was very exciting, so we got to be like fifth row. Oh, that's nice. Fifth row. Basketball is a nice sport to be close because you can really see the, the depth of their cocks, you know, the, the calves and the shoulders, the whole thing, the Cleveland calves. Yeah, they're, they're huge, huge blacks down there. It's gigantic. They're like avatars. <laughs> Yeah, so that was fun, and then uh, we left there, had a couple beers. We left there, we did the show, hot shows, but here's the clinker. Now, Saturday, now it's Saturday or Friday, I don't know, but the shows are packed, and I got this guy, he looks like Chief from Cuckoo's Nest. He's in the, uh, you know when you start taking photos from the first show, and he's waiting in line for the second show, and he's like, fuck, fuck, Tuesday, lunch. Applesauce, sneaky fifty. I'm like, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll get there, fatty. I just gotta take these photos. Nice guy, but he's flipping, he's flipping out, and I'm not used to this. So I'm like, all right, take it easy. So then we do the next show. He's sitting front row and just yelling out, "Lunch Tuesday, sneaky fifty, that's no tight shoe." And I'm like, all right, I'm in the middle of a bit here. Take it easy. I'm doing a bit about you know. Jews in the military, and this guy's just yelling out, hey, applesauce. I'm like, we haven't said applesauce since 88. Move on. And so eventually I got to talk to the guy. I go, hey, I know you're a fan, but good Lord, man, you're ruining the show. And he was just in a blackout. His girlfriend's like, he loves you. And then the guy had to come over and yell at him. It was a whole thing. It's always weird when the girlfriend has to be like, he loves you. And I'm like, all right, all right, but he's driving me crazy. Drive me crazy. I'm like trying to do a bit and I couldn't get in there. It was uh, it was crazy. He was just not stopping. He's like, but I'm a fan. I'm like, all right, well then listen, show me some decency and shut the fuck up. 
Yeah, that happens. I think I told you I was at. I saw the Pearl Jam at uh, the Cubs game, and a guy was just kept chanting, "Let's go Cubs!" And I had to be like, "Dude, uh-huh. you gotta stop." He's like, "Eddie's a Cubs fan. I'm a Cubs fan. You don't know what it's like." I'm like, "You're yelling, let's go Cubs!" through a performance of a guy that you think is good. You're ruining the show for all the people. Yes, it's like if you go to Hamilton and you're just like, Burr, Aaron Burr, Hamilton, let it happen. Also, it's like, do you think Eddie is going to be like, oh, boy, I can hear a Let's Go Cubs chant. Give him a backstage pass. i got to go. we got to ride bikes tomorrow. Exactly, yes. So these, I think he was just out to lunch and clueless and hammered, but... Still, it was a uh, it was a whole thing, but well, great weekend at the Charlotte Comedy Zone all together. Uh, fun times. Got a lot of Chipotle cards. I got one for you there, Fat Man. And uh, I'll take it. Yes. Then now, now here's another clink. Multiple clinks. Uh, Chris Allen. You know, he was opening for me. He's got a bunch of uh, you know riffraff and and. Uh, Charlottesville, they all hang out. These D.C., Virginia, Richmond group of comics, and they're all young and whippersnappery and gay. And uh, he's like, this guy Alex, he's like 19 or whatever. He wants to come up and watch the show and hang out. He's a Tuesday. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So he comes up. We get him a guest set. He's thrilled. He's hanging out in the green room. He's 19 years old, this guy Alex. And we give him a guest set. He does well. And he gets drunk after in the condo. And it was so fun hanging out with this young guy because he reminds you that, like, oh, my God, we have great lives. We've got a great gig. we got a great job. He was like, that's the biggest crowd I've ever done. And, you know, you know, after a show, you stand there and everybody goes, thanks for coming. He was like, I can't believe they're thanking me. And it makes you realize, like, oh, yeah, this is pretty great. Wow. That's nice. It was nice. That's a good feeling, you know. It's it's nice to be uh, reminded. Because we do, we appreciate the Chipotle gift cards. Last night I did a show, and a woman gave me a Chipotle gift card, and she was so sweet, and uh, we took a photo, and you're just, it's it's unbelievable. It's crazy. It really is, yeah. And you, you forget, and you go, ah, I got another show, late show suck, got heckled. But he's sitting there like, that was amazing. I can't believe you do this every weekend. This is so cool. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. And you, you, Like, I got heckled, so I was, like, in the green room pouting. And he was out there shaking hands, all the people leaving. And he's like, this is amazing. I want to do this every night of my life. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Then we got drunk in the condo and talked comedy, did a queef. We had a great night. Thanks to him. He, that sounds he great. boosted the energy. Yeah, it was nice. And uh, You forget. I'm glad. Oh, yeah, you go. Over. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, what, now, what you said you were afraid to stay with Chris Allen. Is it the guns? Because I find the guns off-putting. I love Chris, and I'm happy that he's getting thinned out so you can hang out with him in public now. But the guns are yeah. creepy. Are you creeped out by the guns, or what's going on with the guns? Ah, well, he's just a gun guy. He was in the military. He's black. I don't know. He like they like guns. He uh, it's not like he had a revolver in his duffel bag or anything. But uh, yeah, he's just big fan of guns and wants wants to shoot his AR-15 or whatever the hell. So I mean, as long as he's not shoving a gun up my asshole and pulling the trigger, I'm I'm okay. He's not bringing him to class or anything. Now, what about putting them in your ass but not pulling the trigger? That seems unpleasant. Ah, as long as the silencer's on, I'm good. Well, the, the problem is the sight. It's that little triangle, the little bump in the, in the barrel. Yes. That part it seems like it would scrape your herpes. I didn't want to say it. I didn't know if you'd know about the bump, but you got it. I know about the bump. I've had a bump in my ass. I had a bump in my Twitter followers, too. 
had a bump in the night. Um, oh. Yeah, so great time. Alex Castain. Wait, what's, his, what's his name again? Alex Castain. 19. Watch hey. out for this kid. Maybe I met him. I met a bunch of young young bucks in uh, Charlottesville. I bet you did. He's a, he's a wily little Jew with wacky hair. I'm sure you met him. Yeah, maybe I met him. Sounds about right. But, uh, yeah, then when he woke up next day, got soul food. It was like a real soul food joint. I told the uh, the manager at the club, I was like, take me to get some real Charlotte, North Carolina soul food. So we went to this place called Nana's, and it was uh, the church crowd. It was Sunday, and we got some smothered pork chops. We were the only white people in there. It was like that scene in uh, Animal House. <laughs> we danced with the OJ. That's the one. Otis Day the night. Yep. And then I flew to L.A. in a horrible flight on American Airlines. Suck it, bitch. That place, that airline stinks. And, uh, yeah, flew to L.A., got the rental car, went straight to the Hilton, and then did the improv on Melrose in Hollywood. And uh, there was eight people there, and I bombed my Conan set. But before I went on, Craig Robinson was there doing like a little karaoke on the piano and everything. You know him from The Office? Of course, yeah. He's good friends with our friend Henry. That's right. That's right. So I opened for him years ago, and uh, he didn't remember me, but he did a cool thing on stage. He was bringing people up and like singing songs and everything, and this one black lady came on, and she kept yelling like, I don't know this white shit. I don't know this white shit. And he got up off the piano and he grabbed the mic out of her hand. He said, stop separating us. Sit down. Which I thought was really cool. Oh, boy, I love that. I feel the same way. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, he was just like, hey, look, we're all here to have a good time. Stop making it about white and black. Just uh, just play the goddamn song, and if you don't know it, sit the hell down. Wow, that's exciting. That's fun. He's a, he's a nice guy. I think you told a story about opening for him before on the podcast. Somewhere. I wish we had, uh, we need, we've said this before, we need like a Rain Man encyclopedia guy. Like a pop-up video to yes. be like, episode 191, hear about Mark with Craig Robinson. Oh, that would be huge, yeah. We need a we need a, an Asian Shelby. <laughs> I think Shelby is Asian. Shelby, are you Asian? Unfortunately not. Ah, one day. Keep trying. Yeah, maybe some Scotch tape. Uh, All right, I feel like I'm hogging it. You You go. Well, no hog. It was good stuff, but uh, you mentioned the snowstorm, and I'm glad you set up the scene for the snowstorm, because it was nasty. It was a nor'easter. That's a northeaster uh-huh. minus the... It was a nor, comma, I mean, apostrophe, Easter. I don't know what that means. Got still, it. But it was a wild storm, and I had... Uh, I'm not, I don't want to say the club, because I, I don't want to disparage any comedy clubs. I want all clubs to be successful, and people, uh, you know... Things happened, but there, it was a, I had a real incident at a New York City comedy club. It was my only spot Ooh. of the night. And there's not, nothing worse than when you have one spot and it's a big snowstorm. Because you're like, yes. is it going to get canceled? Is it not going to get canceled? And I'm at home, and Sarah had a, was at work. They let her go home early because it was a big storm. So she came home. We got the heat cranked up to 78 degrees. We're huddled. We got the windows open so we can watch the snow and the wind. And the whole house is going... I mean, this is a real storm, as you mentioned. Yes. And 
And it's snowing and raining and hail. It's all three ingredients. It's just nasty. At one point, I've never experienced this before. It was snowing like whiteout conditions, but also pouring rain at the same time. I've never seen that. I didn't even know that was a possibility. Yes. Like it was, it was like slushy and go ahead. brutal. Sorry. Yeah, like it was, uh, it was, it was rain like, you, know, you have an umbrella and it's like a little rain, but also snow. It was mind blowing. It's like this climate yes. change crazy shit. Exactly. Uh, so true. I can vouch that snow was wet and it was it was gross and snowy and wet and rainy and douchey. So I got a nine Over. o'clock spot and the club is not. I live in Queens and all the clubs are in Manhattan, so it's a it's a it's oh, a yeah. hall and it's two trains to get there. So I'm sitting around and the show is on. I'm, I'm confirmed. They're promoting. I go okay. There's a show happening. So I'm sitting with oh, yeah. Sarah, watching movies, we're snuggled up, we made love, and I go, ah, I can't believe I have to leave, this sucks, I was hoping the show would get canceled, but duty calls, and I got, like, I fired myself up, I'm like, this is how you get stronger, this is how you get better, when you're out there in the snow, and the rain, like a mailman, this is why mailmen are so good at living life and killing people, you just gotta go. I don't go, know how they do I'm, it, sorry. They do it, though, they got big calf muscles, you ever see those male, male people? Yes, male people, big calf, weird hat, and a lot of guns. Yep. So uh, Chris Allen's a mailman. Uh, <laughs> so I finally get I get it up, and I go, no, this is how you got to be a, a tough and strong. And so I walk to the, uh, the the train, and now at this point, there's three inches of slot. Nobody's shoveling because it's, it's still rain and snow at the same time. So it's three inches. So as soon as you get out, your feet are just soaked and wet and freezing. And in New York City, if you're not familiar, all every street corner across the city at that, where the two streets meet there, a street corner, you get it, there's like six yeah. inches of water. The water just collects. There's no drainage, yes. and it's old. Can you confirm yes. this? I'm confirming it's slushy, it's wet, it's brown, and it's uh, rapey. Real nasty. So I take the train... I, got, I call the club that I'm going to at showtime to go make sure, let me make sure before I get on this train that the show is happening. Nobody answers, but yeah. I think to myself, maybe no one's answering because it's showtime and they're checking people in. So let me just get on the train, be a man, get in there. I take the train, I get to Times Square, now I got to transfer. The train I'm transferring to, I'm waiting on it for 10 minutes. It's one of those ones when you get there, you can tell it's been sitting there for a while. Everybody has their hands on their hips. They're all going, what the fuck's going on? And they're making the oh, announcement. Yeah. You can't hear it. It's that that that, uh, that bullshit. You can't even hear what they're saying. Yeah. Finally, after like twenty minutes, legitimately twenty minutes, they come on. They go, folks, uh, we got an investigation. We're gonna need you to just seek out another train or seek alternate travel. We don't know when we're gonna leave. Uh, so I go, all right. So I walk yeah, all the way to the other train. I go, I can take this train. Now the time is starting to click. I gave myself an hour and a half to get there. It usually takes about 40 minutes. I go, I'll just give myself a lot of time. I get to the other train. I take that train up. I have to wait for that one for a while. I get out, and now I'm walking across town because I had to take a different train that's not even close uh. to the club. And now, you know, you try to stay as dry as possible. But then after a while, oh, yeah. it's like, it's not even worth trying anymore. Now I'm just stepping right into the stuff because I'm already soaked. So who gives a shit? Right. So I'm trudging through, and I'm more than ankle deep in ice water. Both feet are numb and soaked. Finally, I got two minutes to get there. 
I'm texting the manager going, hey, listen, I'm going to be there right at showtime, right at my set time. It took me forever. The train's down. I'm sitting on all these texts. I get to the club. Uh-oh. Lights are off. Door is locked. Show canceled. Never notified. Uh, oh, my God. Nothing. The show was canceled. They had the wrong number for me. They texted some oh. random douche. What? Jesus Christ. By now, you've been working there for years. I guess. I couldn't believe it. I looked in. I'm like, this has got to be a joke. It was like a crazy punchline. We like, I was already like, this is going to be the worst show ever. I don't even want to do stand-up. I'm wet. I look ridiculous. Like, my hair's all wet. My glasses are fogged up. I'm shivering. My feet are... I'm like... It's like when you're walking and there's water just squirting out of your feet. Like, you can... Out of your sneaker, it's like... Oh, and uh, no God. show. Completely canceled. It was all for nothing. It took me an hour and a half to get there, so I immediately just jump on a cab, come home. It was two hours full, two hours round trip. I just leave my wife in the nice comfort of our warm home. I come back soaked, and I just whipped my bag across the thing, and I was like, motherfucker! I went crazy. She's like, you got to settle down. It was, like, it was crazy. It was like uh, the scene in Pulp Fiction when she loses the watch. Oh, yeah. Holy hell. Also, I mean, the scene where the gimp gets raped. Renaissance on your ass. Is it Renaissance? Medieval. Medieval. Sorry. Yes. Your ass. Anyway, uh, that was my story. Now, let me just say this for the folks. The fo- that, that trek from Queen to that club. So I, I hope the people at home really get the, the... Is it the gravity of the situation? Is it gravity? Um, I think so. I think gravity's involved. Yeah, it's a decent movie. Some people hated it. I didn't care for uh, it. Well, either way, that is hell, and I'm sorry. That's brutal, and that snow, that slush. Like, I was running back the comedy cellar to the Village Underground, and that was hell. That's a block. Yeah, it was a, it was a bummer. Yeah, I, had, uh, I talked to a, a friend of mine, a friend of ours, who, like, lives near the club, and he's like, I went outside and walked two blocks before I got the message. And I was pissed. And I was like, well. Right. I, it was like one of those ones you just trump somebody's story. And like he told his story, and I was like, well, let me one-up you. But uh, oh, you know, mistakes yeah. happen. It's, we're all human beings, and we're all gays in the military, so what can you do? It's water under the bridge and in my sock. But uh, it was uh, infuriating at the time, of course. I just wanted to fucking smash babies' skulls. Yes, break that child's skull. Man, that sucks. Yeah, that, and so you end up paying money for a spot you didn't even do. Yeah, and the, and and the club, by the way, they were very apologetic. They paid me for the spot and the cab, so all is well. Um, oh, all right, all right. Know, like well, that's cool. Yeah, and then ultimately it was two hours out of your life. You're cold, you're wet, you get home, you take your socks off, you take your shoes off, you take a hot shower, you put your PJs back on, and uh, it's two hours. What are you going to do? Life is long and... My penis is short, so no big deal. Uh, I think your penis is pretty good. Twenty-seven. Uh, about six, six and change, six and uh, uh, right. quarters, maybe a nickel. Herpes. Yeah, that change goes a long way. You don't want a silver dollar, though. No, no, it's too thick. Um, well, and then let me just. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no silver the dollar. The worst episode ever. It turned into a pancake, really, at the end of the day. What's that about a pancake? 
silver dollar. It seems you went from uh, currency to pancake pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Good point. A lot of syrup. Oh, yeah. A lot of syrup. Uh, and let me just tell you about this that happened last night. Can I give you a little bit of last yeah. night's business? Hit, hit me, baby, one more time. Well, uh, great film. Uh, you know, Michelle Wolf and I, we put together a little benefit for the environment. I'm, I'm worried about the environment, as we all do. Oh, are. yeah. So Michelle Wolf and I said, hey, why don't we save the whole earth with one comedy show? It's all we know to do is comedy. So we said, we'll put together a show, big show, at the Village Underground, make a few bucks, and give it to the Nature Conservatory. Uh, yeah, we got to conserve that nature. You've got to conserve. Conservative. I think your phone is cutting out. There you are. Oh, God. Oh. I'm gay. Boy, we're going to get a lot of tweets on this one. Well, here's the thing, folks. Uh, it's... We don't. We're not the same table. Start still trying to put out an app for you, and uh, we hope you don't hate us. Yeah, we hope we don't hate us. But what are you going to do? You're gone for three weeks. You're three thousand miles away. We're doing the best we can. We're both gay. Our mothers are dead, and uh, my foot hurts. Oh um, uh, yeah. So we put together the show Village Underground last night. At the time of recording, it was last night. By the time you hear this, it was eight days ago. But we put together the show. And we we got listen to this lineup. Can I give you the lineup? Hit me with the lineup. Bobby Kelly, Robert Kelly, who's a, just a murderer. He's a killer, as you know. You got Bobby and, and we Robert. get what's that you said? You got Bobby and Robert. Yeah, we got Bobert Kelly. Oh yeah, well I guess he is people size wise. <laughs> then we get. Old CQ, fresh off a heart attack, the legend, Colin Quinn, back and better than wow. ever. Wow. I hear, I hear, he's, he's my hero. And he's doing well. He's got, he, he has the best Trump stuff. All these people have Trump material, Trump over there, Trump over here. Quinn's got the best. Everyone should drop their Trump material because Quinn's got the best stuff. Oh, oh really? I'm dying, dying to hear it. Oh, it's, he's so good. He's like, you know... Talks about the forefathers, the founding fathers. He's like, well, all their stuff is written. How do you know they might they might have talked like Trump? Maybe they had the similar uh, style. He's like, we will we will form a Noah perfect union. I mean, it's pretty perfect already. It's gonna be even more perfect. We're gonna be so perfect, you won't even believe how perfect it is. It was really funny. Uh, <laughs> wow. And then he's like, we think he's gonna get impeached. Like, you guys think he's like? I hope you don't think he's gonna get impeached and just be in front of the helicopter going so long, everybody. Like, I hope you don't think that's the narrative. He's like you know, right. the whole thing. He's like he's going to be take over a state. I'm taking over this state. I don't want to. He hasn't released it, so I shouldn't be uh, putting out any of it. And I'm not doing it justice because he's a lot smarter than me and funnier than me. Has a distinct style. I love it. He's a brilliant man, anyway. and not not bad really on the eyes either. Handsome guy. Oh yeah, young Quinn is hotter than uh, you know my uncle. But um, oh yeah, and your uncle is a peach. <laughs> it's gross. So uh, he kills it. Then we have Greer Barnes, who's one of the funniest guys ever. I mean, he just had me howling. And some of the jokes you've heard before, but you're still like, oh, my God, this is so funny, so wildly inventive. Yes, I agree. The sound effects, the performance, the whole jizz, pretty tough jizz. He's got it all. He's got the full package. 
And just silly. I love oh, yeah. silly. He's so silly. Yes, he's a breath of fish. Direct. For sure. And then we had yeah. another legend, Dave Attell, close it out. Jesus, hey, Janel. Robert Kelly, Colin Quinn, Greer Barnes, Dave Attell, plus Wolf and I. We're no slouches. Wow. That's a hot ticket. Hot ticket. A lot of Tuesdays came out, by the way. It was fun. It was, it was a nice feeling because there's a lot of Wolf people and there was a lot of Tuesday people. And we want to combine forces. If you're a Tuesday, check out Michelle Wolf. She's got a new show coming out. Check out her special, Nice Lady. I got a lot of Wolf. I, I opened for her at Caroline's all weekend. That was amazing. I'll save that for later or another episode. But we had a fun time. Wow. We went on together. And we were playing uh, some fart. No, we were recording our farts at Caroline's. I'm going to make it a queef. It's going to be a, a fart queef. More on that oh, later. Oh, wow. That's a man. I'm dying to hear about it. Jesus. I'm, I'm like a fan. I want to hear about this the be, wolf weekend and the fart queef. It's got to be really something. We had Matt Wayne opening, who's just a classic guy. So funny. He's hilarious. And we know a lot of the same movie lines. He's a big Seinfeld autistic person like us. And uh, we recorded all of our farts. I'm going to release a queef. I've got to do some editing. We've got like 50 audios. But it's going to be the best queef of all time, green room farts. And there's so I many funny it. ones. We've got long ones, short ones, rippers. There's a wolf fart in there. There's a lot of Matt Wayans. He kind of dominated. There's a soda attempt. It was really something. <laughs> Wait, wolf farted? But, oh, she farts. Women fart. I don't know if you know this. They have uh, vaginas I and assholes. I don't believe it. Yeah, I didn't realize that women had assholes till 1998. It's a long story. Uh, I realized it when I uh, I licked the wrong hole and tasted like a battery. But I'm trying to hear it. I love a wolf fart. I love a wolf queef, and I love a wolf death week. Yeah, well, she's the killer, and she's blowing up. We sold out the show at Village Underground. But again, thank you to all the Tuesdays, all the Wolfomaniacs. And uh, just a fun show. We went on together and just kind of improvised. It was, it was pretty fun. We went on at the end, and we just went too long. Eventually, they started playing us off. That was a little embarrassing. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. fun night. Thank you to all the Tuesdays. guys. Thank you for the Chipotle gift cards. Thanks for the kind tweets. And then I want to hear about this Conan. Give me the whole deal, because we had, I got a little slice of your, your Conan myself. Because last night we're there. Ooh. We're recording this the day after it records. And we're sitting at the cellar. Good group, and uh, it's kind of quiet. Everyone, it's slowing down. You know, it's late. Obviously, it's quarter of 12, and then it hits me. Mark is about to be on. I go, hey, Liz, Alicia, can we get the, uh, the Conan on here? And they go, you, of course we can. They kill the music, and uh, they turn off the movie. They put the TV on. They crank the sound up, and uh, we all watched. It was very exciting. Oh, my God. You don't know what that means to me. That's so sweet because, you know, out in L.A., you feel very alone. So here, getting those texts, I was driving in the rain, and you're like, we're putting it on the TV. Everybody's watching it. Big laugh. So I was like, oh, my God, I was tearing up. Well, it was, it was a special occasion. It was, I mean, it wasn't a huge group or anything, but it was Adrian, Jared Freed, and then, uh, you know, Liz, Alicia, and uh, who else was there? It was a, it was a small Mateo. group. But we all watched. We all laughed. Freed commented on how good you uh, looked physically. And uh, a lot of laughs. It was a great, great time. Hey, boy, I'll tell you, it means a lot. So, all right, let me, let me get into it here. We'll give you the behind the scenes, and I'll hear the front of the scenes. Um, so, here we go. I wake up early on, uh, on Tuesday. That's what I'm shooting on Tuesday. How perfect. And I go, I go say, I'm, I wake up at like 9 a.m., and I go, I'm going to the gym. 
just to get a good stretch in. And, you know, it's a school day, 9 a.m. on a Tuesday. Who's going to be at the gym? It's L.A. The gym is jammed. It's all these Instagram models and ex-actors and old. It was crazy. No, I hate a gym jam. Hate a gym jam or even a jimboree. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it was full as hell. And uh, I don't even like Jim Jarmusch. I think he's overrated. But uh, Jimbo retard. Yeah, we get it. What's that? Jimbo retard. Oh, yeah. that's not bad. Uh, so when I go to the gym, it's packed, and all these girls are like on these machines and filming themselves while working out. I was like, God, these L.A. idiots. This is so cliche. But what are you gonna do? So I uh, do my little dumb workout. I stretch out my sack. I get the hell out of there. I go have lunch with the manager. Then I go straight to Conan. I got a good group. I got Jonathan Morvey, Mike Beckione, Josh Potter, straight whites. I invited a black guy. He couldn't make it. Uh, some with court, I think. And uh, so then, now here's the weird thing. We're, we're yucking it up in the green room. We're, we've totally dominated. You know how you do Conan? You get your own room, but also there's that living room area. Yes. Yes, we've dominated that. There's, like, people in there, but it's just a bunch of comics yucking it up, throwing grapes at each other, laughing. We're making fun of each other, making fun of JP, the booker, and uh, just having a great time. And it, it hits me like, oh, my God, you're going on in a minute. You're about to be on TV. Get your act together. And then I have an Alan moment where I go, no, 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 this is you. Be you. Don't worry about the set. The set, it's going to happen either way. Just stop worrying about it because that's what I do. I, I stew in my head, and I, I try to make up a problem. Yes. Where's the joy? So, yes. So then I go, where's the joy? I remembered the mantra. And I go, that's it. I'm, I'm about to do Conan. I'm excited. This is going to be great. Praise Allah. So uh, having a great time. And uh, hold on. Let me just see if, I, if I'm missing anything here. So yeah, we got a good group backstage. And... I'm, you know, I'm behind the curtain waiting to go on, and I go, hey, where, where's the lady who Instagram? Because there's always a cone in Instagram of people behind the curtain. And they go, oh, did you want that? And I go, of course I fucking want that. So the lady runs in, she films me, and I fart stage behind the curtain. If you go to oh, Conan's stories, well, it's probably gone now, but I fart backstage to get the whole thing on tape, speaking of farts and queefs, all the grips, all the, the stage hands are all bent over, dying. This fart was wicked. So then uh, I go on, fun set, we leave, and uh, yeah, then I went and did a a set at the uh, Soho House and bombed, which is comedy in a nutshell. Soho House? Soho House in in West Hollywood, very hip. Ooh. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, I, I did the set, it went well, I felt good, JP, we hugged, we did the whole thing, I took my name off the door as you do, and I got the hell out of there, and, uh, yeah, I went to my Airbnb. It, it's funny how it, it all builds up until you work for weeks on the set, you're tweaking, you're tuning, you get there, you're all nervous, you freak out, you're hanging out with your friends, then you do the set, five minutes, it's over like that, and before you know it, I'm yelling at an Asian lady at the Airbnb going, where's the Wi-Fi? Just 20 minutes later. Yeah, it's a weird feeling because it's just five minutes of your life. I mean, five minutes is, I mean, we've been on the phone for 45 minutes. We've done right. seven Conans in this time, or nine. Yes, good point. 
it's weird to it's think about. So, but yeah, it all builds up. And then afterwards, you're like, you're not sure how you're supposed to feel. You're like, am I supposed to feel great? Why don't I feel perfect? And this is what I'm in therapy about all the time, every day. He's like, why don't you just feel whatever you feel? You're just, it's just life. Too many expectations yes. of, of feelings. Exactly. And, but I do that thing where I plan it in my head, like, oh, it's going to go like this. Then they're going to give me a standing O here. And then they're going to throw roses and the panties are going to come off and all that. But I got to stop doing that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's very it's very tricky, and I, I'm going through it myself because I'm doing Fallon. Uh, I guess this week, if you're listening, I'm recording in oh, two days. You're listening, but at the time of this recording, eight days. But it's a uh, it's a whole rigmarole. Oh, by the way, my Netflix is out right now. Right? Yes. Oh my moment. god! Check you can go out. listen to it, watch it right fucking now. It's on. Which is exciting. Oh, I can't wait. But. Yeah, I feel, I feel the same way because it's like I got the Fallon coming up and the Netflix. You have all this anxiety, and then you go to therapy, and your therapist is like, well, what are you anxious about? And you're like, I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Like people are like, exactly. The Netflix, it's already shot. The, the, the late night's five minutes. It's, you know the jokes are good. So what the hell are we worried about? I don't know. I, I, I kept having this feeling I was going to flub, and then I have to go, shut up. You're not going to flub. It's like I'm fighting with my own brain. I'm such an idiot. I'm I'm just sitting back there going, you might flub it, you might flub it. If you flub it, it's all ruined, one flub, and you're done. And I'm like, shut up. What are you doing to me? Well, here's the thing. This should, this should help you. I've flubbed a line on all three of my late-night sets. 100% of my late-night sets flub, but it's still wow. fine. But you know what? People don't even notice. They go, oh, whatever. Or they go, oh, that was fun, or it was endearing, or whatever. And it's like Valen talks about, accepting your worst fear I was having a panic attack in the middle of my last Conan and of flubbed lines, and it was all still fine. The worst thing I worry about has already happened to me. Wow. Yeah, you're a flubber. Good movie. I flub. I'm, a, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to flubbing next week. Yes, I got a feeling you won't flub because you're aware of the flubbing and you've accepted the flub. You got to accept the flub, folks. That's a new mantra. Where's the joy and accept the flub? Now we're talking. Now we're really now we're really changing lives here. We're accepting flubs. Yeah, I think you're gonna non flub and people are gonna go, What the hell? Where's the old list? He's usually a flubber. No flub? That's his trademark. We want a flub? Norman. Maybe I'll flub on purpose. I'll come out and go, hey. That's not you bad. Know? Just don't flub the N word or something. Oh boy, don't put that out there. My God. Oh, jeez, can you imagine that on Conan? The roots would just freak out. Yeah, so the roots are on fire. But anyway, it's a big week. So check out, and like I, we said this last week, go to Mark's Conan on YouTube right now. If you haven't already, give a nice comment. Say, hey, and be truthful. It's, it's a great, great set, killer set, huge laughs. I mean, big, big laughs. A lot of these sets, that you hear like a little smattering or a clap there or a, or a ha-ha. These were like house room laughs. Bang. Oh, oh. hey. Wow, a Batman. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm a joker. Yeah. yeah. Got to give a shout-out to you and, and Liz. And uh, Liz put me up at the cellar. She put me up like three, four times a night, let me run those five minutes. So when JP was like, what do you want me to thank? I got on the website here. You're at Spokane uh, tomorrow or this weekend. I was like, fuck that. Put the comedy cellar. They say, help me out a ton. Nobody's going to see the Spokane thing. Cellar all the way. It felt good. Thank you. 
we love the cellar. And, uh, yeah, Liz has said the same thing to me. She's like, run it whenever you want. She gave me an extra spot. It's been really nice. They're really, uh, really kind over there. But uh, go on to YouTube and give a, give a thumbs up and a big comment. And then mention the podcast. Say, hey, great set, killer laughs. This guy's as good as it gets. Check out his podcast. It all helps. And it's nice to flood it with, with positive comments to get these troll idiots uh, out of there, you know? Yeah, it's funny you say that because I'm on the YouTube right now on my laptop and there's a lot of two gays unite. There's a lot of check out his podcast. There's a lot of he's gay and his Adam's apple is a real problem. Yeah, it's, it's a bad Adam's apple. I would do something about it personally, but uh, who am I to say? Maybe I'll, sh- I'll shoot that. Maybe I'll be a turtleneck guy. A what guy? A turtleneck. Yeah, you might have to be a turtleneck or a scarf, something. Something's up. It's very distracting. But that's neither here nor there. It was a great set. The joke's a killer, and that's what matters. My teeth are uh, a fucking pet cemetery, so who knows? <laughs> Got a couple gravestones in there. Uh, but anyways, and then, uh, so the, the, the what, what else was I going to say? we got to start wrapping this puppy up here. Uh, sorry about uh, the you're, sound. You're breaking up. Oh, you're breaking up. Oh, you were breaking, breaking up, up earlier. Fuck. Oh, hey, wait, you're okay. back. All right, I'm back. Well, we're... we're we're wrapping up anyways, but uh, sorry about the sound and any breakups. We're, we're doing the best we can for you folks. We didn't want to miss a week, and we didn't want to have some fucking guest host in here. I refuse to guest host. No, fuck a host. We, it, it. Oh, now you're breaking up. I got nothing. Said we got a guest host. It kills the whole thing. We got a rhythm. We got we got something. We got rhythm. We got music. Who could ask for anything more? Um yeah. All I have to plug right now, folks, is that Netflix is up right now. Go watch it. Go tweet it and tell a friend and, and, and kiss your mother on the lips. Let them know. And then check out Fallon on Friday. What about, what about you? Well, I see you got, uh, you got that nice trailer out now. You got some screen time on the trailer, which is good. It's fun. Yes, which is nice. But now, at the time of them hearing this, fuck the trailer. Watch the real thing. Yes. Here, here. Check out the real thing. You're going to love it. And skip all the other nuts and go right to the fat, toothless man. <laughs> I don't know if you're toothless, but you small mouth. You get it. Uh, yeah. yeah check out the website for me, MarkNormanComedy.com, for dates. And uh, hit the Patreon. Queef's galore. This fart queef is going to take over the world, break the Internet. Yeah, we got that. I got movie reviews with Sarah. You got an extended queef with Chris Allen, our number one pal. And uh, we got a lot more. We got, I got one with Matt Wayne. I got a road trip. With another one with Matt Wayne, who's hilarious. Check him out. And uh, it's a great time to be on the Patreon. A lot of bonus shit, and things are really cooking for us right now. So get on board. Definitely. Things are cooking. And uh, yell at Chipotle. Keep those cards covered. Keep seeing us live. And again, sorry about the phoner, but God love Yep, you cut out again. I don't even know if you're there anymore. I love my life. Oh, God, I don't know what's going on. I hate myself. <laughs> All right, got to wrap up. Shelby, let's, let's, uh, let's end it. 